This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. joining us uh and i hope he comes back because we have so much to talk about but the show is slammed i just fit him in because this show is about action and when you hear people out there not just sitting and complaining and bitching and doing this circular thing but actually doing something i want to talk to them because there's a blueprint there so let me welcome to the show he is the founder of defeat by tweet let me welcome xander schultz welcome hey All right, before we get into uh, Defeat by Tweet and what you guys are launching today, you know, uh, I'm looking at you. I'm thinking that you might be a little melanemic. I think you are. A little pale. Yeah, as you process (laughs) everything that you've heard us talk about and even Doc Rivers, the clip that we played regarding Jacob Blake, um, why don't more people get it? Oh, I mean, look, my only theory for change is proximity. I think we have uh, a country where a lot of people aren't proximate to other folks right like i grew i grew up in the san francisco bay area i went to the school that was profiled in dangerous minds so i grew up with everyone all this shit was real we would switch who was driving the car based on which neighborhood we were in because we knew we'd get pulled over if it wasn't the right right person in the driver's seat so like you know a lot of my lived experiences like all this stuff was already real so i wasn't i didn't you know get woken up to it by by a particular moment or you know by by unfortunately all of the you know, police killings that we've now seen because of social media and these cameras on our phone over the years. It's like, it, it was always, I was always proximate to it, but I have the lucky experience of knowing a lot of people who aren't proximate to these things. So, you know, I was hearing your conversation earlier. I think people focus on self-preservation um, and a lot of a, a, a defect in our species is the ability to project out danger, even when you're not in current danger, to Dr. Rivers' point, people can project out potential danger more easily than they can feel the danger people are experiencing in real time and react to it. So I hope that answers your question. No, it does. And uh, at some point I want to, your, your story is fascinating. I went down a, a, a Xander Schultz rabbit hole today yeah. and I was like, this guy is so <laughs> complicated. You got a lot going on. So I'm going to bring you back on a tech <laughs> Tuesday. Uh, but tell me, tell me about what you're doing now about what's happening in this political cycle. Right. So we're capturing two cultural zeitgeists, right? There's a lot of F Trump energy out there. And then we're also having this reckoning on, on, you know, what we can really do to actually move the ball when it comes to racial justice and, and racial equity. And so we're, we're, we're taking both of those energies, combining them and, <laughs> and, and moving the needle because of it. So folks can sign up for defeat by tweet. And when they do, they're donating every time Donald Trump tweets and usually they're donating somewhere between a penny and 10 pennies to what we call the Justice Fund, which is a syndicate of Black-led community organizers in the swing states. And so those organizers, if properly funded, are going to be the key not only to defeating Trump, but starting to win those DA elections, those sheriff elections, those judge elections, local officials, all the shit that we need to get done, excuse my language, to to really move the needle. And if we can – I don't think those organizers have ever been well-funded for an eight- or ten-year period you know, where they get to win multiple elections, get to have money in between election cycles. So we're definitely using the Trump magnet to bring folks into this. And then a lot of our, our, our work is to say, yeah, we're defeating Trump, but also look, look what else is happening because Angela Lang from Block and Patrice Cullors and Alicia Garza and Rashad Robinson, Daryl Atkinson, all these 
civil rights heroes are having their organizations properly funded because of you. Look at, look at the progress we're actually making. And I don't know if there's a solution to this racial injustice reality that we're living in that doesn't center around just making sure black communities have a lot more political power and representation. So go to defeatbytweet.org. Defeatbytweet.org. Join the fight. Man, you already have $1.2 million in the fund. Oh, this is amazing. All right. I like that. $30,000 of what? A day. We're moving 30K a day. Well, hopefully, the goal is to move, you know, a million dollars a week by next week. That's what we're trying to get. Uh, and so, you know, I think we can do it. People, this is resonating with people. It's been so cathartic. Trump's tweets are the most triggering things on the planet. He just says hateful, evil things. And the fact that you can wake up every day and be like, how many times did he tweet and be excited about it? Because, you know, it's moving money to these organizers. It's been really nice for all of our donors as well. So how'd you come up with this idea, Xander? We're talking with Xander Schultz, founder of Defeat by Tweet. Like all things uh, come up with uh, by privileged people, I just borrowed other people's good ideas. And so uh, I met with one startup that was using Trump as a trigger to donate, and they were donating to the ACLU. So I was like, guys, we got a partner. And on the other hand, I worked for a family office. I worked for Mike Novogratz's family office. Uh, he has a foundation called Galaxy Gives that this guy Billy Watterson runs, and we had already been contributing to what we're calling the Justice Fund from this org. So all these black community organizers, a big focus of Mike Novogratz and his family office is criminal justice reform. And so I just kind of plugged those two things together and collaborated with a bunch of people. The cool thing about doing good is everyone can win. You know, <laughs> capitalism, you're fighting over the scraps. Doing good, everyone gets to pitch in, and we, you know, we can go big and win together. So. Uh, you know, collaborate, put just some, put some pieces together, I guess, is, is is the answer. And then saw the idea resonate with so many folks that allowed me to invest in it a little bit more. So just really quickly, we're talking with Xander Schultz. Um, tell us your background. Like, how did you get here? How did you get to, to be a person that could have a company and be able to move money around and have the freedom to do that? Right. <laughs> I don't know where you want to start the story. Um Think, All right, let me know, let me make it easy I, for I, you. I, let me make it easy for yeah. you. Your dad, your dad was a world class wrestler, uh, Olympic right. medalist. Um, at the age of nine, I think you lost him at, by yeah. violence. Yeah. What what yeah, happened? He was, he was murdered. Your dad well, was murdered uh, when you were nine. Yeah. So my father was an Olympic champion wrestler, uh, and was known as this global ambassador. Actually, so I got to grow up with like the Iranians and the Russians, and North Korea is actually good at wrestling, and Cubans. And so I got to grow up with uh, a bunch of different folks and kind of know the di- differences between us are BS uh, from the get-go, which is a really nice starting point. But uh, he was murdered when I was nine by a guy named John DuPont. He's one of the wealth- I think he's the wealthiest person to ever be prosecuted for murder uh, in the United States. DuPont family, uh, the, the folks who started the chemical company DuPont now. And so uh, from there, uh, you know, went to – just had some experiences that maybe, unfortunately, a lot of people in black communities are familiar with, losing people to violence. Um, I was raised by my my mom, who brought in my uncle after that, who got addicted to drugs and overdosed. And so, and then I went to a, a really, you know, mixed income levels, nationalities, high school, had all sorts of experiences there. So I just kind of had a really, I don't know if you want to call it luck. I, I consider it lucky, lucky life in terms of exposure and, and, you know, what I've seen in the world. And then you add to that a lot of privilege where, because of what happened to my father, I came into a little bit of money. I got to pursue some things. So I, got, I started a couple of tech startups. One was bought by Google. I kind of figured that stuff out. 
and uh, I got to pursue passion. So I guess a mix of like real world exposure and, you know, privilege uh, and just trying to, you know, squeeze every ounce of that towards kind of, you know, making things a little bit better. Uh, Arbit, go what ahead, made I'm you sorry. decide to? What made you decide to pivot into politics in terms of this venture at this point in life? Right? Have you always been interested in politics and, and kind of combining your passion with politics? And is this like your first foray, foray, or have you done others before? Yeah, I think you know, like, almost like to my earliest answer, which is like proximity really helps, right? And so. Uh, through, you know, my work at the family office, I've, I've been able to be uh, proximate to so many amazing, amazing, you know, racial justice activists and just learning about their work and then trying to assist in their work and, and trying to, you know, trying to be an ally the best I can. And so that looked more like justice reform work that was sometimes political, sometimes wasn't. I worked with Desmond Mead on Amendment 4 in Florida, tried to help there a lot, you know, mm-hmm. in 2018. And, uh, and so I'm just trying to kind of fit in wherever I can, you know, make, make the largest impact. Although I'll say this, like the older I get and the more kind of the curtains peel back, the more I realize, look, the big pot of money is in policy. And that's like, that's really how you change things, right? It, so if philanthropy is good and maybe it can be catalytic, it can be pilots to, to, you know, programs that we eventually adopt as policy. But, but, you know, everything's political. I think my generation was kind of fed a lie that you could be, you know, you can go to work, you can donate over here, and it's fine, you know, and, and that's just not what it is. If everything's political. You should be talking politics at the table. Uh, we've lost the ability to t- talk about it without being hyper-polarized in some ways, but <laughs> but everything's political. And so that means we should vote, 866-801-8255, voting matters. Mm-hmm. Xander Schultz, um, before I let you go, the the notion, and I, I know you're absolutely right, because 75% of white folks have no relationships with anyone outside of their race, outside of, you know, a gardener or a nanny or some housekeeper. Relationships, exposure. H- how do we get people to, to be exposed if they're not inclined to do that on their own? Is there any, because that is the real problem here. We don't, we know them. They don't know us except through the lens of media, through movies, through what they read and what they heard and going on Reddit. Yeah, most definitely. Like we should just structure ourselves to create more proximity. We're structured in such a BS way. We live in an era of abundance, and we're still structured in all these ways that were built on this idea of scarcity and competition, right? So, I mean, like we can totally restructure how this thing works. Doing years of service, you know, replacing some of our high school with years of service where we mix it up and go different places and see how these things work. It would make us better citizens too. Yeah, do six months in waste, six months in, you know in uh, legal, in the criminal legal system in some capacity, six months in, you know, food production and ag. Like, how much better of citizens would we be if we did that for a couple of years? Replace our junior and senior year of high school, bounce around a little bit, met each other, folks that are in these silos. We have a ton of – there's some incredible amount of our country that doesn't, like, they live and die within a 30-mile radius. Like, when we talk about the need to stop something in California and New York, if you're one of those folks, that you might as well be talking about Australia. It's, you know, it's that far mentally, and, and they don't feel that alignment with the need to help those folks in the same way as, like, you know, metropolitan people that have been to San Francisco and L.A. and New York and been in all these places. You know, we really feel like, you know, we're one group. But anyway, yes, we should redesign our structures to be uh, working alongside each other, helping each other. That goes a long way. I, I couldn't agree more. You'll be back. Uh, this was an introduction. Yeah, but more importantly, good I need stuff, folks to, to support Defeat by Tweet. 
Go to defeatbytweet.org, and you can follow Xander at X-A-N-D-E-R Schultz, S-C-H-U-L-T-Z on the Twitters. Follow him and his podcast uh, as well, What We Don't Know podcast. Go ahead. One thing. You got a finger up. Yeah, one thing. So today we're launching, if you're getting triggered by the RNC, we're launching the Radical National Challenge. It's our own RNC. So you'll sign up to donate every time Trump says the word radical during his keynote speech on Thursday. Sign up to donate a couple bucks every time he says it. He's trying to paint our civil rights heroes as evil radicals that want to take down the country, as you were all speaking about before. We know that's not true. We know historically the leaders that we all adore, MLK, Mandela, all these folks were called radicals in their time, too. And so it's just another way to use his actions and slanderous words against him. And also, you know, if you want to take a shot every time you donate, you can do that, too. It can be a fun drinking game that we're putting on oh. tomorrow night. Alcohol poisoning. Doc will have be to be hammered. on call. Be oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. Ra- radical alcohol. National Challenge. The Radical National Challenge yeah. at defeatbytweet.org slash RNC. Slash RNC. Love it. All right, Xander. Thank you for coming here today. I'm going to stay in touch with him. All right.